Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Empowered Conversation. I am really, really keen to bring you the voice of a really keen adventurer and um, who's always been an adventurer at heart, certainly ever since I've known him. And, um, you know, he's always um, inspired me to go out there and explore nature, Um, certainly not to the degree that he explores nature. Um, he, He just throws himself into world of of nature he he's not scared to discover explore and really that's why I wanted to have him um, here with us today and just find out more about what this amazing land that we're part of Australia has to offer so um, Greg welcome thank you <laughs> well thank you I mean you've just sort of hyped me up too much here I'm sort of <laughs> I'm sort of almost feeling a little bit important. <laughs> Listen, you you you've always been like someone that's always just been hyped up, but in a good way, like just full of energy. Now, for those of you, well, most of you don't know, except my family, how I know Greg. Um, I actually met Greg. Funny story. Um, uh, when I was sixteen, you know, I went to school Man. in Brandwick Girls, oh, and. My vision started getting really bad and I tried to push it through, but then it got pretty embarrassing. I ended up sitting in the front row and um, got my glasses, didn't want glasses, wanted contact lenses. And then I took myself off to the closest um, optometrist and that's how I met you, Greg. And all I, all I remember about that is um, just your back room and the back wall in that room had pictures which I think you still do of your adventures and the main yeah, one that still. stood out was skydiving and all that kind of stuff. So tell me about your life of adventures. Yeah, well, okay. Well, it's, it started off quite some time ago. Um, I've always been an outdoor person, loving the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose the area that I've lived in, well, mum and dad, Maroubra Beach, so that was always ah. my diving part of my adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started diving Geez, I suppose in my teens, my late teens, uh, diving became spearfishing. Spearfishing became a bit more interesting with what's underwater, which became more along the lines of underwater uh, exploring photography with basic cameras. I still got basic cameras for underwater. Uh, And just it's gone from that really from some of the experiences I've been seeing, what I've been coming close to. Mm. I figured, well, what a good way of trying to – no one's going to believe me so that's sort of what got me into maybe starting to do a little bit of photography, bit of video footage, so I could start showing people what I was seeing. Mm. Um, and then it's really gone from from that, I suppose. It's uh, 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 just the underwater adventures. Now it's gone into I'm, – I'm, I'm pretty well across the board. Somebody will ask me, what do you really do? What's your main thing? Yeah. It's, it's uh, There's too many things. I'm across the board. Look, I'm – Mountain biking, I do. I like my running, especially mm-hmm. in the bush tracks. Mm-hmm. I like my bush walking, which includes yeah, a bit of hiking, not so much abseiling, but I'm getting into a little bit more. Uh, I've gone a bit out of my comfort zone with some of the things I I wouldn't have done before. Like what? Uh, oh well, climbing down, like 
I suppose, cliff faces that I would never have gone through before because I'm, I'm still pretty well scared of heights, believe it or not, even though I've mm. jumped out of airplanes or whatever. I've all been tandem eight times, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I've done a few bungee jumps. Um, some of them, some of them, the drives getting to the bungee jump areas are scarier than the mm. than the bungee jumps. So, so the, look, the fear's still there, but I've learned to sort of push myself past these limits a bit. Mm-hmm. If you know what I know what I mean. Uh, look, anything, anything to do with outdoors. Mm. Well, it's all to do with outdoors for me. Um, mm. uh, and then, then just some of the amazing things that I've. I've managed to see along the way with the wildlife. I mean, that's why I've, I've started up my own blog. Yeah, uh, so really, I'm, I'm going to come back to that, which is findmyaustralia.com, and I've got that open as we're speaking. But I just, I just want to take us a little bit back. So, Greg, what yeah. I find absolutely um, inspiring and breathtaking about someone like you is so. The first time I met you, which was a really long time ago, like we're talking. I don't know, 20, like more than 20 years ago. More Can you believe 20, that? Like, oh, my yeah, gosh. And look, but what I want to say is that what I've, you know, you have this infectious energy and just love for outdoors. But during the week, what people need to know is that you have your own business. Um, you're in an office. And yep. maybe there's days, I'm sure, like everyone else where, you know, you'd rather be outside. But how have you balanced? How have you managed to keep your business successful? one based on you know great relationships with customers um you know integrity being at the forefront of what you do and really wanting to make things easier for clients how have you managed to run a business right and then continue this love for outdoors like your running a business hasn't sucked the life out of you right yeah you're right there well i mean running a business it always has its advantages and disadvantages especially when it's your own business so it has its advantages and disadvantages. A great advantage really is that I can escape whenever I need to escape. Um, yeah, being my own business, mm. if I need to, if I need to get out, well then I've got someone else that can work and fill in for me. Mm. Um, so the, there is a balance. There is a fine balance. Uh, as I'm getting a bit older, the balance is sort of going more along the lines of disappearing from my work. Mm. Uh, and that's just as I'm getting older, I just I don't want to miss out on anything. That's my problem. I don't want to miss out on anything, so I try and I try and throw everything into my every minute of the day if I can. Like if I've got a day off, uh, uh-huh. I, I try and give myself two days off in the middle of the week, or one or two days, whether it's Friday, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and if I can get another day in the middle of the week, and I those days are going to be my days. Uh, if it sounds a bit selfish, uh, because. It's, when I can escape, when I mean, weekends it's family stuff, but it's my mm-hmm. wife and mm-hmm. my children, and my children are older now. But it's a day when, even if it's raining, I'm not going to stay indoors. I won't do that. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to head out, whether it's on my mountain bike, uh, whether it's on the mountain bike, or whether it's out. In the, I don't care if I'm getting wet. Mm. Uh, it doesn't bother me because I'd rather be outdoors. Uh, mm. if, if it's raining, well, I'm going to head towards waterfalls. <laughs> I mean, mm. that's the best time. Best mm. time to go out is when it's raining. I want to go explore the waterfalls. Now, I, I go a little bit different with the waterfalls as well. So I'll have my GoPro, maybe my dome with me as well. So I, I'm going to get into that waterfall. I'm going to go under that waterfall. Uh, <laughs> and because I, I just want to see, I, I, you know, I don't want to be standing out there looking across. I want to get a bit closer. 
experience it just a little bit different, I suppose, to other people. Mm. And and quite often, even in a case like that, I, I mean, I, I'd put a mask and snorkel on and I'm out in the middle of the bush and mask and snorkel and I'm going to jump into that waterhole as well to see what's in the waterhole. So, wow. Um, I, I don't know how weird that is, but it's just something I do. I mean, because it's – uh, I mean, you're going to go out and see a waterfall, okay, and you're going to like it. So, oh, that's interesting. But mm. do you know in that waterhole, out in the middle of the bush where that waterhole is, you're going to go into if, – if it's clear enough, you're going to go in there. Well, you're going to – you're not, you're not aware. But there's quite a few. There's large yabbies in there, mm. uh, you know, freshwater crayfish. There might be big eels in there, mm. freshwater turtles, Murray turtles. Uh, so I'm going to experience something a little bit more than what – you're going to see because I'm just pushing those limits a bit further. Yeah. Um, you got to get in there. You you get I've in got amongst to get in there. it. Yeah. I've got to do that. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you, I mean, you're not going to see some of the things. If you're just going to, I mean, great be outdoors. But I, I just, um, I don't know if it's just an old life crisis thing now. I can't say midlife because my age. <laughs> but um, I'm pushing the boundaries just a bit more. Uh-huh. But I'm getting more out of it and I'm seeing a lot more than, say, the average person's not going to see. Um, and it's all contributing to my, my, I suppose, my, my, my blog, my, my wildlife adventures, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, looking at that now, so your, your really incredible blog, like with some incredible imagery and um, like fo- photographs and footage is on findmyaustralia.com. And right. the photographs, like you really get up close and personal. It's like, it's like you call them in, Greg, don't you? Like animals, creatures. How do you do that? Um, I think it's just from experience, uh, getting to know what, uh, you know, what's around. Like, like just say, for example, last week, last week I had a day off, uh, again, my Friday, mm. it was raining. We called off, a. we were going to go out to the Blue Mountains to a glowworm tunnel, oh, um, yeah. but that was going to involve a fair bit of walking, uh, and the rain was quite heavy. So I thought I might as well do something local. So I just headed out to Kernel of all places. Oh. Kernel, I was, I was going out there really just to pick up some driftwood for my uh, daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I threw the camera in the car, uh, had the camera, and I also had my mobile phone with me as well. And before you knew it, I've got the uh, uh, yellow-tailed black cockatoos just flying around oh, low, low branches. Oh, I saw the photo of that. And that is so oh, rare. Yeah, Isn't that yeah. rare? They're, they're, they're becoming uh, a lot more uh, noticeable now because of, I suppose, there's a lot more uh, uh, low-lying banksies, uh the mm-hmm. seeds there, and mm-hmm. they, they used to be they used to be a thing that never kept, you got close enough to. But uh, so from this, from what ended up being a pretty quiet day, I got the, the camera out there, got some brilliant shots of these yellow-tailed black cockatoos, close but good. But I had the better camera. As I'm walking closer, get, get there, wanted to get even a little bit better photos. And I'm pretty close with a good lens. I've almost tried try on a blue uh, a blue tongue lizard. Mm. Uh, so. My lens got the wrong camera, mobile phones there. And next thing you know, I've got these oh, spectacular photos of this blue tongue lizard uh, with a mobile phone, of all things. Yeah. Uh, just right up close, tongue out. Uh, so, this is a day that was going to be nothing. Uh, blue tongue lizards. I, I, then I've walked, I've walked on the beach and I've got these uh, dozens and dozens of really large uh, soldier crabs. So, I mean, this is from a day of nothing. Yeah. Uh, and this is just. And it's really just a matter of just getting out there, uh, 
Like, no, that's not pushing your limits. That's just getting out there, paying attention, and seeing what's mm. around. And a lot of people, I know for a lot of people and my friends, uh, uh, they would have just been at home doing nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did they say to you? I'm just curious. Like, you know, you're out there, you're constantly exploring. Like, they know, you know, we know. Oh, uh, look. What do people say? I, not, not because it's I, about that, but I'll bring you back to something. Okay, what do they say? Look, people see the things and they just say, well, uh, look, I get quite often I get, geez, you're lucky. I mean, you're always seem to be in the right place, the right. Uh-huh. Um, you're lucky. How do you do this? Or we'd, uh, it's generally, um, you know, you're just so lucky. It's always thing, but it's not luck. It's really just, um, I just go out and you just got to go out. You're not going to see these things. You're going to be sitting down inside watching TV. Mm. It's common sense, really. It's mm. just, it's not luck. It's just, you got to put yourself in the situation where you're going to see these things. Yeah. Uh, it's not. And it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. I understand that. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I get, I do get a lot of comments. I do get a lot of comments about it, and a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, people messaging me on my on my blog, my website, uh, whether it's from the uh, diving with the humpback whales or the, or the shark mm. diving or whatever else. But it's, I mean, the things are there. It's not hard. It's not hard to, for anyone to 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 experience it themselves mm. and it's not hard at all i mean people say they tell me how lucky i am but it's not lucky. i mean you could anyone could do it and 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 this anyone. is what i want to come back to right um and thank you for saying that because it's not about luck you have been out there you know you you make the time what i love is what you said like i know you've done this for years but you said you make time for yourself and that's you Okay, kids, family over the weekend. That never like you're a very family oriented man. You you love your kids. You have a beautiful relationship with them, with your whole family, with your wife, right? But part of me wonders, Greg, if because you're someone who's always, you know, fed your nourished yourself through what you love, which is the love of adventure, nature, exploring, discovering, getting in there. That that too, that other part of your life is in balance as well because you keep yourself in balance by nourishing yourself with what calls to you. That's right. And, look, everybody's got to have something. I, I, I've said the same thing to my son. Now, he's in the entertainment industry and he's had – I mean, you've got to understand, they have their highs and they have their lows. Mm. Um, and I've, I've said many times to my son, look, you've got to find something. That, you know, and he – He's not me. <laughs> I mean, a bird flies past, and he's got to run into the car and hide in there. And a, a butterfly goes, a butterfly goes past his nose, and he and he runs for it. So he's not wildlife, uh-huh. and he's not that type of adventure. But then he does a lot more things that I do that I, I could never do: with mm. his dancing, mm. choreography. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I've I've said to my son, look, you've got to find something. Don't matter what it is; it's not going to be what I do. But you've got to find something. It's a hobby, or you've got to find something else besides your your, your yeah. work. But like in my case, my optical work. In his case, it's his dancing, choreography. You just got to find something else that you really, really enjoy, and put a lot into that because that's going to be your. That's what you need to de-stress and to take your mind off things. I mean, I've had bad days at work. I, I had my highs and lows. Mm. I've had I've had some terrible days at work, which and really lows from different things. Mm. Um, and and my escape really is just to get out, and and I'll and I'll just disappear in the. For me, mm. uh, I've done it many times. Just I've, I don't mind my own company, mm. and 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 I I'll just go out whether it's on a mountain bike out in the bush trail, I'll take a camera with me, and yeah. I'll and I'll go for two, three, four, five hours, mm. um, and that that's my de-stressing. Whether it's um, yeah, 
on a bike, whether it's uh, stopping for the wildlife, taking photos of whatever I see, snakes, uh, uh, any sort of wildlife, um, uh, going under waterfalls. That's my de-stress and, you, and everybody's got to have something and it's really important. You've got to have something. It's not necessarily what I do. Mm. Uh, and what what I do is really it's a it's a big part of what I do. I, I love my adventures. I love my wildlife, but that's also what's keeping me sort of when I it keeps me sane. Mm. Uh, my fa- my family friends. That's very important. I've always said that. Mm. Very important to socialise, have a good social life with people. That's very very important. Mm. Um, but you've also got to have your thing. Yeah. Uh, and what my thing is not everyone's, quite obviously. Mm. It's not everyone's. I, I want people to enjoy what I do. That's why I take my, my, my video, my photos, more video footage now so people can go on the experience without, ever, without actually having to be there. Mm. Um, so they mightn't be a, a, a shark person or a snake person or or, or the humpback whale stuff. They, they mightn't be that. But my thing now is I, I want to record a lot of this to get it out there so, you know, I get a lot of people sending me messages that that can't do these things here but that enjoy that they, they say they've gone on that adventure with me. Wow. Uh, and, if, and if that can help them, that's good. I that's mean, it's good for me. I, I like people mm. watching my stuff. Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, I enjoy sort of ex- you know, sharing the experience. Mm. But, um, I mean, everyone's got to have something. I, it doesn't matter what it, it could be anything. It could be really mm. you, you want to get jigsaw puzzles and put yeah, exactly. things together. I, yeah. Um, and, and look, I, I get criticised when someone says, "If you read this book," and I, I don't. Honestly, I'm not a reader. I, yeah. I, I have. I can say, and it's not not proud of it, but I can say I've never read a book. Yeah. I've never uh, look goosebumps. Sorry, I read when my kids were little. <laughs> I used to read. Them. I don't know if you count those as books, but I used to read them the goosebumps books. Yeah. You, know, so you compromised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if I, okay, you want to say have I read books? Yeah, I've read probably a dozen series of Goosebumps, uh, <laughs> but, but but you don't carry those, you don't count those, really. I love it, Greg. Yeah, I mean, oh, what, yeah, what you're yeah. saying is, yeah, I mean, I, I love that you've always look um, gone with what, and, and no one's been able to take that away from you. You know, um, you've gone on, you've done that, you, you've gone out on on, on on and you continue to, and and it's inspiring. And I guess what's inspiring about that, that first of all, you don't let anything get in the way of that. You know, okay, maybe one or two yeah. weeks, whatever it is, but also what it does to you, like what these adventures do to you. I mean, yeah, doing puzzles in the lounge room, yeah, that can be interesting sometimes, but there's something magical about nature and, and animals. Oh, so tell me, like, uh, tell me about some of the most kind of life-changing moments for you by being immersed on your adventures. Oh, like what man, has it done to you, Greg? Look, there are so many of them, so many. People call them uh, oh, bucket list. What, what else is on a bucket list? But it's not really a bucket list for me. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's not a bucket list. I mean, I, I, I can tick them all up and say all the big ones, yeah, I've done the big ones. But it's not a bucket list. It's something I, I just want to experience. Life-changing, swimming with humpback whales, three days of the most ridiculous, the most ridiculous uh, encounters with humpback whales uh, in, in Tonga. Um, Three days. I mean, you- Greg, I've got the just so so you know, I've got the image like the um, that that photograph that you've got up in your on the blog, swimming with humpbacks yeah. at Tonga. I've got that up here, and it's it is just like it, it's. I get goosebumps just you know seeing that. Tell me, tell me about that. Like, what did that? 
How do that? Oh, that, what did that do to I, you? I would, I would class that as life changing. Uh, well, not life, uh, yeah, life changing as far as uh, maybe more so. Might if you want to say what's the best nature experience? Mm. Well, that that one would probably have to go up there. I've had so many, but that would that would have to go as one of the best. Mm. I mean, here you've got look, one one of the dives. Okay, what we. Um, and they're all pretty similar experiences. These dives are just incredible. Mm. You've got a um, okay. You've got a, a mother sitting uh, sitting down, maybe say 30, 40, 50 meters down, crystal clear water. Mm-hmm. Now this mother's this mother's twenty to thirty tons, and you've got a calf sitting underneath the the, the head ah, of it. Okay. Okay. So yeah. the calf's sitting down there. We're watching it from the top. We can hear the sounds of whales from up there. You can hear the sounds, wow. the music. And all of a sudden, the the calf is sl- slips from underneath the mother's uh, the head, from underneath the the, the base, and, and and starts drifting up towards us, straight towards us. Mm. So I've got this. Uh, I've got it on on footage. Okay, the video footage coming. Wow. Now it's coming straight towards us. Now 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 we've got a calf, which is maybe in this case, this calf's probably not born straight. The there might it might be a few months old. I'm not too sure, but. But this calf is about three to four tons. <laughs> this is a calf. Now I've mm. got a calf that wants to play with me. It wants that's that's coming up and nudging, nudging you, and and playing and hitting and touching you with a fin. That wow. it's been very gentle, mm. but you've got to be. You're trying to back off, okay? Now mm. your your rules are you've got to keep away. So you keep away. But this thing, you can't keep away when something keeps them coming up to you, and mm. and all of a sudden, and it, and it's and it's when you can't get this experience. You've got wow. something that's playing with you, moving around and, and swimming next to you, and and you and you and you and you just can't experience something like this. And this goes on for like this is an hour. This is not wow. five minutes. Oh, this gosh. is an hour or more. And they're saying, "Greg, you got to move away." And you're trying to come away, but the thing still follows and wants to play with you. Mm. Now you've got mum that surfaces because mum wants to check you out to mm. make sure everything's going oh, okay up there. Me. So mum's just all. Of, you don't. It, it, Mum just begins to surface. I don't even know. You don't. You don't see the the, the pectorals or the fins move, but Mum just begins to surface. Now, now you've got this twenty to thirty ton uh, uh, whale, a humpback, coming up, and and Mum's looking at you. The eye is swimming slowly, coming past you, and we're talking about say five meters, six meters mm. away. You're trying to keep further away, but Mum's coming oh, to just goodness. make sure everything's oh. okay. So you're just here going. What do I do now? And you're looking, and you just you're, you're looking at this. Were you afraid? Massive creature. No, no, not at all. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm in my comfort. I'm in my comfort zone with yeah, this kind right. of stuff. So right. Um, and and you know, and then she's 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 happy. She's comfortable. So she begins to to sink back down low again. Mm. And then then the then the calf after a while, you know, after you know an hour hour and a half or so, has gone back, sitting back with it in the comfort and safety of mum. Uh, and then the same thing happens again. Yeah, you know, this is just one of one of three days of some of the most incredible stuff. You, you, you're in the water and you're hearing like these juveniles going past. These are maybe 15, 20 ton. There's three juveniles swimming below, and you're hearing the music. Wow. You go, well, I can hear this without. I'm not. <laughs> it's not a microphone. Really. I'm, I'm listening to it just in the water, mm. and I'm hearing it. They can hear it in the boat, and they're outside of the boat, sitting in some people in the boat. They can hear it. You go, wow! I thought this is just something I'm going to see on TV, and and I'm witnessing this first first hand. Now I've got three juveniles that that have decided to come up to the surface, 
Now they're more upright into the mm-hmm. surface, a little bit more standoffish than than a, than a, say a, a a baby the calf, mm-hmm. a bit more standoffish. But they're curious and they're they're, they're sort of upright. It's weird sort of looking the way they are and they're upright and they're looking around and they're sort of again coming cl- close to you as well hmm. so i mean that's uh, yeah life-changing yeah, yeah i probably would say life-changing hmm. um that's probably it might be a bit dramatic but um but more um it's an experience that i'm just going to go wow okay other people aren't going to experience that but that's greg, for me that's just greg i don't know how that can't it, it wouldn't be life-changing like i'm just so drawn captivated by the image, and I don't know who's that swimming down to towards the whales, or it appears to be. Oh, that Is that was me. you? That, that okay? So, yeah. were you? Did you? Was this free diving? That was free diving. Yeah, wow. that's all free diving. There's no scuba diving with any of these. You can, okay. Uh, so it's all free diving, all on surface, and this was only after a few hours. Uh, it was, I think, we we're in the water for three hours at that time, and um, I just said, "Do you mind if I just swim down, sort of, because it's staying around, just mm. to get that." perspective of the size and yeah. it just that's that's a no-go in australia and i understand no. why it's yeah. a no-go. yeah but this the experience was just a bit sort of out there that i thought well i wouldn't mind just getting perspective of size and it wasn't really the photo i don't have the photo i take it's the one i'm thinking of but it's um you don't really get a true idea of the size of from there but uh, it's like 20 meters long 25 meters long wow. i suppose yeah, it's a, it's 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 big. It's big. It's yeah. I mean, it's so, it's pretty. Yeah, there's quite a contrast between you and then. I mean, it's not nearly to what you're describing it, but it's yeah. The image is just like breathtaking. Yeah, um, so I take it. It's I think it's the photo I'm looking. Uh, what we're talking about. I'm down in deep water. Is that right? Yeah, and the there's or, the mother. Or, there's a calf underneath, and then there's I don't know if it's a calf or is it a dolphin above the mother. Or is it no, a calf? that would be a calf. That okay, calf. gotcha. Yeah, yeah looks there's no like dolphins a... around that stage. Okay. Yeah. That is incredible. Oh, yeah. Then having said that, I mean, some of the experiences here, just, I mean, just just getting close to some of the snakes. Oh, I mean, tell me that, about some that. Some of the because... footage I've got. <laughs> um, okay, well, look. How I, do you I get close am... to snakes? There's one, diamond python. Okay, yep. Python, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Gee, that's that's like you know close up. That's like you kneeling down in nose to nose, basically. That's right. I don't have trouble with that at all. Okay. And look, and a diamond python. I look. Some of the things are probably just stupid what I've done, but I want just to get good video, good photos, and I'm not never gonna hurt, I'm not gonna touch him. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but look, I'm aware that a diamond python, uh, some of the positions that they're in could be a possible threat, and so it's you know like a potential strike position mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Um, look a python's not going to kill me uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be careful careful with it i won't do something that close with with a like a, a brown snake or uh, even a red belly red bellies uh, i've come i've come across dozens of red bellies mm. um and i'm i'm pretty familiar with the red bellies that uh, that they're yeah they're Again, not going to pick, try and pick one up. I'm not. I'm not into that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's just I, I observing. Know my, I know my limits. I mm-hmm. know my limits with it. Mm-hmm. With certain snakes, I know my limits with it, um, and I, I know what I can do. And each time, I'm trying to get that better shot. Quite obviously, mm. um, I, I know my. I know my limits. I, I'm, I probably push a bit more than most people would, mm. uh, but I'm not. But 
at the same time, I'm not silly. I'm not going to not going to da- endanger the animal either, the creature. I like yeah, that. yeah. So you're aware of that. Uh, and look, freshwater stuff. Freshwater. Some of the some of the amazing stuff I've got just in in the bushland. You wouldn't even think. You know, like in these waterholes. Mm. You wouldn't think some of the stuff, some of the video footage, and some of the images I've got freshwater. Yeah. Places yeah. places I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have dived in mangroves before. Just oh my in, goodness. In, just in mangrove areas, um, up in the Northern Territory, I've, some of the places that I've snorkeled in freshwater what? holes. Mangroves, isn't that croc-infested land? Well, no, no. I've, I've been uh, the mangroves I'm talking about are in Botany Bay, but the mangroves up in the up in the uh, Northern Territory, no, you wouldn't go in most of water. You wouldn't go in any of the waters up oh, there. Oh, I see what you're saying. For, I got got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for the except for the freshwater holes in the Northern Territory, we're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm. We're talking about the dry season, mm. uh, areas where they trap the crocodiles and take them out, like the Berry Springs mm. places. So Berry Springs, some of the footage I've got there in Berry Springs, just just amazing from um, oh, <coughs> um, wow. Barramundi, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, underwater uh, uh, water monitors. Not water monitors. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, those Mertens lizards, the big lizard. Well, I call them lizards, but yeah, the water monitors. Yeah, they? well, the yeah. water monitor. This is this is. We're talking about like a, it's a goanna, yeah. but it's a, a but it's a um, a goanna. that's called a, a, a Merton's water monitor. These are Northern <gasps> Territory. These like ones. in Thailand, they've got them in Bangkok along the rivers. I, no, they're different again. Uh-huh. They're probably uh, uh, water dragons. I think you're talking about. Ah, probably, okay. Now, a, a water monitor, a bit different. It's more. It's in the goanna family. Uh huh. Uh huh. So they're the bigger lizards, and this wow. is one that swims underwater, like a fish. Oh my goodness! Now, I, I, I managed to film it in three different locations. Oh gosh, uh, I got to see that, Catherine. Catherine Gorge, um, I've got it in. This is in the, on the one trip to Darwin. Catherine Gorge, wow. water wasn't clear enough for that, but I got some good above water footage. Um, mm. And in the uh, Litchfield Park, in some of the freshwater ponds. <clears throat> now I've got footage that I don't know. I can't imagine too many people have got this type of footage, but this is areas that would be normally be crocodile infested. Mm. But dry season, dry season trapping. So they they um, they any crocs that are in the area, they they catch them, take them out. Mm. And dry season means <clears throat> the water levels are down low, so generally speaking, the crocs shouldn't be in those areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, so I managed to film underwater snares where where I can imagine a crocodile would, would sit. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, they're just look just some of the different things I've I've done. Oh, uh, it's it's. I mean, it's packed. <laughs> I mean, the, your so the blog sub findmyaustralia.com has footage. It's got um, video blogs, so video slash blogs. It's got and, and then it's got the gallery. Um, so there's some incredible stuff in here. The imagery is just breathtaking, really. Now let me ask you something, Greg. So. For someone like myself who loves adventure, but probably not to the intensity level that you do, right? Um, right. Well, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I need to tone it down. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I've got people, kids. Yeah. I've got two girls and they're, what are they? Uh, they're uh, nine and 11 and obviously my husband and we're looking at exploring the mountains, not uh, in winter, so coming up. What would you recommend Okay, if you're looking at say the the Blue Mountains we're mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. look, there's there's plenty of things, and that's why my blog also sort of shows, yeah, it shows a bit of across the board things. Um, the Blue Mountains, you've got plenty. Of, I mean, the Blue Mountains is one of the most oh, 
It's incredible. Most spectacular huh? places. Oh, look, you've got everything. You just want to go there and show them. me, don't you? You want to? You have to be oh, there and show God. me. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many easy walks. Yeah, and there's, and there's so many. Yeah, difficult for family. Family, if you've got young family, then you do something simple like you go to um, Ferber Steps. That's Wentworth Falls, which is where the um, the chairlift is. That um, mm. what do you call it? The uh, I just uh, blank on what the name of it is. But it's where they have the uh, cable car going across, and they have this vertical railway. Oh, okay. I'd say go, yeah, I'd say go to that place there. Um, it's just uh, the name of it. Uh, we'll get it. But that's not, okay. But not, it's not in Wentworth Falls because that's something that I was yeah, that's exploring. Right. So cool. I'd say, look, kids are, kids are young. Take the Do the three different adventures there, uh, pay for those things there. But then they'll take you. Um, so you don't have to do the 1,000 steps going down. You don't have to do that. Mm. Do it the easy way. But then you can go. There's some great walks when they take you down below, mm. great bush walks down there. Do it as long as you want to do it. Uh, yeah, and that's all the uh, prehistoric sort of got uh, – like some uh, um, dinosaur images down there as well, because all the oh, all the wow. plant life is is all the uh, prehistoric plant life. They call it. There's a name for it again. Yeah, yeah. But um, great walk, beautiful. Uh, you'll get a bit of the uh, humidity down there as well, and you'll get to see a lot of the fern forest down there and a lot of the rainforesty areas. Mm. And you and you probably will see uh, in that down low. You'll hear the uh, bellbirds, and you will see. Very unusual if you don't see any uh, lyrebirds down there as well. Oh, yeah, or hear them uh, at least. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's great. Easy to do. Uh, and then you can take the challenge and do the thousand-odd steps up because then you'll get to experience three levels of waterfalls there. Mm. Or you can just get the chairlift back up or the, the easy way back up. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, look, three sisters. You go to the th- where the three sisters are. Uh, everybody knows the three yeah, sisters. Yeah, we've done that every, one. Yeah. Oh, look, it, no, but every tourist is going to go there. Uh-huh. You're going to look at the view and see it, and you're going to go, wow. But um, most people don't know you can you can actually take that little bit of a walk, and you can walk. There's a there's a steep stairs. Mm. You can actually walk onto one of the three sisters, the first one. Yes. Yes. Walk onto there, and then if you feel a bit more energetic, take the <laughs> 900 and something steps <laughs> down down to the the base. Uh, so, look, there's, I mean, okay, Incredible. it's going to get the cardio, it's going to get the cardio going. Up. We Maybe like it's not that, for everyone. that's okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but you don't have to do, you don't have to do a 20 kilometre walk. No, just, that's um, right. No, no, no. Not yeah. now. No, that's when the kids not are now. older. But, you know, Greg, yeah. like as I watch some of this imagery, it's like, you know, this is your life, like you've captured You've captured so much life. I've just, you know what I've got open right now? Sulfur Cresta Cockatoos um, with, I believe it's the full moon behind them. Is that the full moon or did you do the play with the lighting there? Uh, I played with the lighting. That was two, two Sulfur Cresta. That was at uh, the Audrey National Park. That's right. Overcast, overcast oh. day. That was actually that was actually the sun at the back of it, but I had to play with the lighting a bit. Oh, that's incredible. Get, get it around a bit to try and get that photo. That's uh, incredible. I, I'm, I'm not a fantastic photographer. Uh, I just get myself in places where I can get good shots. That's yeah, pretty well it. it's in, yeah. You um, really and you oh, get to experience look, got, so much. Wow. You got to you got to check the blue tongue lizard uh, if you get a chance. I'll be on the Facebook Find My Australia. It's uh-huh. not on my blog just yet. And oh, see, okay. When you when you see that image, it's just ridiculously good. It's so <laughs> so good. Just when I think I've got a great shot, I can you know. Yeah, oh, look, my wife will get angry with me if she ever comes on these walks because I've, I've got the camera. Yeah, 
and I see something that's really good and I want to take a photo. Yeah. Uh, and I've taken maybe two or three photos and says, come on, you've got your photos. That's enough. But I don't want to take two or three photos. I want to take 20 or 30 or 40 photos because yeah. maybe I've got to wait to get that really good shot. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the, first, the first half a dozen might be really bad ones. Oh, my uh, gosh. You can see. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, you know, there's something that you said before and really stayed with me and you said, look, you know, it's not like um, people say you're, you're so lucky. You said it's not like it's getting out there, number one. Number two, it's paying attention. And there's something in what you said, paying attention, you know, to, to just be willing to pay attention. And I think that is so important well, because, is. one, it helps us get out of the head and just observe, see what's out there, what's outside of the screen in front of us, what's outside of our own head. <laughs> um, That's right. Mm. Look, do you know there's a there's a great walk. I mean, a lot of people don't even know the, 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 they opened it up. It's the Bondi to Manly Walk. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah. So Bondi Beach to Manly Beach. Mm. Now everyone says, "Oh, wow, what's that?" But it's, it's an eighty it's an eighty um, it's an eighty two kilometre walk, mm-hmm. uh, and it follows. If you follow, if you if you download the app for it, mm. and as I say, people just do as much as you can do. Don't mm. have to do. You can do. 10 kilometers each time and come back the next time and finish it off. Mm. So each stage, you can walk it as far as, say, the ferry will take you, okay? Mm. So ferry, get the ferry back to wherever you want to go and catch a bus or train back to your car. Mm. Uh, so you don't need – so make a day of that. That walk of the 80-odd kilometer walk or, or 82, I think it is, of, of that walk, about 90% of it is foreshores. Mm. And it goes, mate, it's foreshores. It's it's probably yeah. one of the best walks in Australia, wow. and it's and it's um and it's part suburbia, but it's but it's foreshore, and people don't people aren't even aware of it. I just thought, mate, mm. you, you're, you're sitting at home. Just take a friend with you and yeah. do a little bit at a time and get out. Do as much as you want to get and get the ferry back because mm. um, all of it, all the way around, it's the ferry all the way around to Manly Wharf. Uh, and then, then the last part, even even Manly Wharf to Manly Beach, that's about twelve kilometres. If you take the coastal, like the top around mm. around the uh, around the uh, the top of the headland there, uh, and, it, and it follows all bushland in there as well. So, mm. um, so really, it's just a matter. Of, I mean, I'm experiencing it all because I uh, I want to sort of take in as much as I can of everything. Mm. Um, but I, I I just try and put it out there and just say, to people, you want you want to know where to go? Or look at my blog. Yeah. All of this and just um, do it yourself. Yeah. Do it at your own pace. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of pace. good stuff here. Um, I've got yeah. a picture of the wild brumbies, Arnhem Land. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I oh, know. Huh? Oh, they're, they're just they're just wild. They're just straight up seven wild. But seven a, horses. But, but that's in Arnhem Land that we're talking about. Wow. So you can't you can't just get into Arnhem Land unless you've got permits to go into Arnhem Land. And we we've had permits to go in there a few times. Okay. Uh, on fishing experiences at Willoughby. Uh, the crocodiles out there are just ridiculous, ridiculously crazy. Wow! <laughs> that, that those sort of areas, but the drive, even the drive out there, um, it's once you cross the East Alligator River, which is where I don't know if you know where that is, but that that takes you from Kakadu side into Arnhem Land. Mm-hmm. Um, just that crossing, Carl's Crossing, um, is where a lot of tourist buses will take people out to because. Um, that's it's, that's the uh, East Alligator River going through there, and that's that crossing. Um, cars have gone over the crossing, and the fishermen have gone over there with uh, taken by crocodiles. But 
in that crossing alone is the amount of crocodiles you can see there sometimes we we tried to cross it at night time there was about <clears throat> at this time the the, t- the tide was up probably about two meters going across it and we had the headlights on oh goodness because we we're going to cr- we took the spotlights on i should say to see what it was like we thought uh, that's too high for for our four wheel driving. It's yeah. right. Uh, probably not quite two meters. Let's say let's say sorry, I'm exaggerating there. I was probably sitting on about a meter, but it was running quite fast, mm. dangerous. Mm. But we would have seen, a, I'm going to guess, say around about forty or fifty crocodiles. Oh, that's they, crazy they just, stuff! Oh my gosh! And she was down oh, my spine on that crossing on either side of it as well. <clears throat> and we just looked and we said, "No way! We're not doing this. Not in the dark, especially." We're not crossing into this because we we still had like a six hour drive in there. Mm. So we we honestly we stayed for about we we just sat around the car for about four hours for the sun for the light to come up for the water to drop down mm. because of no one in the world we're going to cross in into that. I mean that's mm. that's sort of that is wild country. Right. That's wild so country is that was there. that the only way to get across to yeah. on land by to yeah. Arnhem Land? That's the only way you can so get to So East Alligator River. Wow. Okay. Carl's, Carl's Crossing. Can I ask Carl's you, Carl? Yeah, I can, I've got actually a photo up here, massive saltwater croc, East Alligator River. Um, when you what, – what was it like? Just tell me about that experience when you were there. So there – you know, what does it feel like for you when you're in different places? Uh, like well, what did that feel like? Uh, okay, a crocodile. For crocodiles, you've got to, you've got to totally respect a crocodile. Because unlike a shark, a shark um, not going to jump out of the water to get you. You're in the water. You're in the territory. That's okay. Mm. Unlike something on land that can chase you, then you okay. You say, well, okay, I know what not what to do. There's not too many things on land in Australia mm. that are really going to chase you and, and kill you, <clears throat> um, except maybe a snake. A kangaroo's not going to do that. But mm. um, a crocodile, you you got to you you got to know because the water in all of the Northern Territory, the visibility is virtually zero. Mm. In all the river systems, so you, a crocodile only only has to submerge a few inches underwater, and you can't see it. <laughs> so mm. you don't know what's at the edge. You yeah. don't know what's there. Yeah. So you got to respect because you can be standing at the edge of the water, but this, this is something that's going to jump out very quickly, leap out very quickly with it. So it's going to flick its tail, and that's what it's going to propel itself. And that's why that's why they can jump out of water because it's a tail propulsion of the tail, which is going to get them out quickly. Mm. So you could be standing two meters on the edge, and you just don't do that in places like Carl's Crossing, for example. And I've seen tourists do it, going. And I've seen tourists, and you go, oh, "Man, what are you doing? You don't understand what what mm-hmm. what is here. You know, you just don't understand." Yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen it a few times, and I've seen it, especially at night time, tides up. Oh yeah, yeah. You're going to gather at this crossing because of barramundi. You're jumping across, and that's a feed. Where it could be the uh, the big mullet that go across there, yeah. uh, and and that's why they're gathering at this 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 sort of this spot in particular. But mm. <clears throat> so yeah, Northern Territory. I'd always say to people, don't go in any waters you don't know, uh, mm. because because the crocodiles are there. Unless mm. there's some sort of uh, unless it's a freshwater holes where, uh, and even though you say saltwater crocodile, you know a saltwater crocodile still goes in fresh water, so. So mm. don't don't think uh, best salt option is too. not yeah yeah so you got to know the areas you got to know like exactly uh, Lichfield Park you know the safe areas to go to. So but, did you, Greg, uh, going up to? Um, did you take a like? Did you have a tour guide or someone? How did you navigate this? 
Uh, I've got a brother who lives in Darwin. Uh-huh. Uh And he and he does a lot of these things. Okay, gotcha. Um, Your adventures keep changing you in that you want to keep exploring and just delving in more and more. Like you said, I just want to take it in. I want to take it in. It's like, to me, it sounds like that, you know, that feeds, that nourishes you, that nourishes your spirit. You can't live without that, yeah? In the same way that we really can't live without nature. We can't live without trees. We can't live without animals because it's a whole eco-cycle. And it's, you know, it makes me think, like you – even how you talk about nature, there's a real respect there. So for me, it's about what I take away is that whole respect for what nature gives us, um, being respectful to it. Um, there's so much to explore and see. Um, it is, you know, yeah, on that tiny, tiny microscopic level to like, it can just open us up to really so much more what's there in terms of animals, in terms of organisms, I don't know, like you've just – you've scratched uh, something inside of me that uh, wants to go and explore. Like I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm sitting in a car because I drove. I thought I would get in the quiet part. Sitting mm. in the car and I'm at Maroobah Beach just looking at the waves just down there. I'm surprised it was still is, talking to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just down down from me is, is Marne Pool. Okay, these are the mm-hmm. – all on the coastline we've got these uh, man-made pools but they're, but they're also ocean pools. Mm. So that – now – Okay, you can go and then go for a swim, mm. but I would say to anyone that wants to just a, a, a simple explore mm. uh, with a mask and snorkel, they're not used to it. And it, and it, let me tell you, the whole coastline around here is full of these type of pools. Okay, whether it's Coogee, uh, Bondi, they've all got they've all got the the ocean pools. I would say to anyone, just put a just put a mask and snorkel on mm. and explore that because you'd be surprised what you can see just inside these pools. Just, just there, mm. and you're not going to know. You'd be mm. surprised. Uh, blue ringed octopus, normal octopus, cuttlefish get inside wow. there. Uh, yeah. Sometimes a stingray or a little sharks get inside there. You've got <laughs> your anemones like your tube worms. Or, uh, you've got uh, prawns in there. You've got uh, shrimps in there underneath little ledges. Uh, some of my best uh, blue ringed octopus footage. Yeah. In these rock, in these rock pools. Uh, it's just it's just a simple thing. I mean, it's just, mm. yeah, and you don't have to be experienced. You don't. It's nothing. It's not difficult. For, yeah. You don't have to go. You're not going to go out in the ocean. There's no currents. Mm. Uh, and and if you want to learn, for your kids, perfect. Mm. Put a master snorkel on. Just go mm. into one of these rock pools. Oh, they'd love that. They'd love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's not hard. It's not hard. I mean, mm. I mean, I I know all these things because I've been doing a lot of these things. Oh, this is your I'm whole hoping, life, really. I'm, I'm hoping people understand. That, you know, from my blog and everything like that. Look, the things are there. They're not hard. They don't cost you anything. Mm. Yeah, but a lot of these things I do are for, basically free. I get my car and drive somewhere mm. uh, where, where I'm going. Canyoning, canyoning. Mm. It's free. I go out there. I've got my, all the stuff I need for it. Oh, my yeah, goodness. How do you free. decide where you're going to go? Um, look, sometimes it's uh, me and uh, one of uh, there's one mate in particular that we sort of push out. Yeah, we should say, oh, why, don't, why don't we try this other canyon now? Why don't we try like Wallangambi Canyon? That's a um, there's two stages of that one there. That involves mm-hmm. a right rope climb down a, a cliff thing, which I'm a bit bit sort of gets my stomach each time. But <laughs> it's uh, where it's a nine hour sort of journey, and it's, we're in the water for over four hours on floats. Oh, so wetsuits, floats. Uh, we're we're down a canyon, which is in the Blue Mountains on the other side of Bell's Line of Road, so at the other side of the mountains. Uh, clear water, but it, it can be dangerous if you're not if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, 
And so each time we say, well, look, we've, we've done that a few times. I'll take my daughter to this one and, and my nephew and, and niece out to this with a few of their friends because mm. uh, I, you know, I feel comfortable with them because I know that they're, they're, you know, mm. they're good with this. And then we say, well, look, there's another canyon we want to explore now. Because uh, we've already, we've already, he's already sent me a, a message uh, a couple of days ago. <laughs> it's a different, a different, uh, well, it's not a canyon. It's a four day walk, and it's up north, uh, and it's going to be in the mountains somewhere up there, and it's, uh, um, and, and it's going to involve a few waterfalls as well inland. Um, so we're going to, we're just going to bite the bullet and do it. Oh, that sounds amazing. Again, what's it going to cost us? It's going to cost yeah. us a drive to get there, mm. a drive to get there, back, a backpacks, our tents. Mm. I mean, it's not as if it's going to cost us thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, we've, got, we've got so many things to do around here that don't cost us, that don't cost. I hope I hope that, you know, the whole COVID has, I mean, pushed people to explore more. I would say hopefully, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that I'm really enjoying the bushwalks. My last one actually, Greg, was um, with my family down at La Perouse. I've noticed you've done, you've, of course, you've done that one. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> La Perouse, yeah. Oh, good old yeah. Lapa. Um, Greg, I we're going to have to wrap it up. I've, this That's has okay. been an incredible um, journey just to kind of, you know, remind us of what's available to us, what's in our own backyards and um, – yeah, we've got it all here, mate. We yeah. are just the luckiest people, and a lot of people don't understand how lucky we are mm. in Australia. They just don't understand. That's what I keep saying to mm. friends. A lot of people, you don't understand what we've got. Mm. Just look, look around. You just look at, pay attention, mm. and it's free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I really appreciate yeah. um, you actually sharing this publicly, like through your blog, because. There's a lot of inspiration to take from that. Even if you're stuck, you're thinking, "Oh, where can we go?" Just look at some of the, you know, some of the blogs that you've um, you've done, some of the places you visited. Like, there's a whole lot of good stuff here. It's really amazing. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thanks for thanks for My having pleasure. this time with me, Greg. And I'm sure no, I've we'll, enjoyed it. I'll keep um, following your next adventure. <laughs> okay, there's always going to be one. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations. Empowered Conversations.